It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into another edition of the Lockdown Panthers podcast, a part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Julian Council, talking Carolina Panthers with you Monday, Wednesday, and Friday as we are back here in off-season mode this week. Last week, with mandatory minicamp going on, we have plenty of things to talk to you about. Now we are back in off-season mode, and we'll be in off-season mode for probably the next four weeks until the Carolina Panthers come back for training camp down in Spartanburg, South Carolina on the campus of Wofford College. In the meantime, make sure to subscribe to the show on YouTube if you watch the show and if you just listen to the show on all the podcasting platforms out there, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, yeah, Apple Podcasts, um, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, Stitcher. Just make sure to rate, review, and subscribe there so you don't miss a single episode here of Locked on Panthers. And be sure to follow me on Twitter at Julian Council, where every single Friday I answer your weekly Friday mailbag questions to participate either at me or more easily DM me over on Twitter again at Julian Council to get in every single week for the weekly Friday mailbag here on Locked on Panthers. And today's episode of Locked on Panthers is brought to you by Blue Nile. Uh, make your moment sparkle of jewelry from BlueNile.com and Locked on Sports listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusively includes engagement rings. Use code Locked On at checkout. Again, we are here in the middle of Baker Mayfield watch in Carolina as the Panthers are trying to figure out whether they want to add another quarterback to this roster. You watched Sam Darnold last year. You know what you have in Sam Darnold. We've seen P.J. Walker. He's likely going to be the odd man out. Well, not likely. He will be the odd man out once if the Carolina Panthers bring in another quarterback. And in Matt Corral, there were 93 other players taken for him in the NFL draft just over a month ago. The NFL, every other team, was not interested in Matt Corral. They took three other quarterbacks before taking Matt Corral. That does not mean that Matt Corral cannot have success in this league and cannot be the answer long-term at quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. But the Panthers' intention, as everything they've set up to this point, is to allow Matt Corral to learn the offense, to grow and develop and work on his fundamentals. And then if the opportunity comes, he will be the starting quarterback here in Carolina. That could be very well happen early on in the season. But the plan right now is if they played a game, which they don't tomorrow, that would be Sam Darnold's job. But if someone else comes in, that might not be the case. We all know that Matt Rule has to win. And we're going to talk about the odds out there from betonline.ag, or .net, excuse me, about Matt Rule and his chances of surviving this season in Carolina. But we know he has to win. And the Panthers have to find a quarterback to have any sort of success in the NFL. And it would have been nice had they been set up for success 
this year with Tom Brady, who had said he was going to retire, now back, but who knows how much longer he's going to be there in Tampa Bay. But Drew Brees now exited, and Matt Ryan now in Indianapolis. It would have been nice if they were in position to take over the NFC South with a young defensive core that they have in J.C. Horn and Brian Burns and Shaq Thompson and Jeremy Chin to have those guys and Derek Brown to throw them in there as well. And then also to have great young offensive players like Christian McCaffrey and D.J. Moore to go along with a quarterback that was ascending. Now, that's not the case here in Carolina. And because they have not found someone, they are still interested in potentially bringing in Baker Mayfield. Now, the hangup, as we've talked about, has been the salary. He's making the same amount of money this upcoming season. At least he's scheduled to make the same amount of money this upcoming season as Sam Darnold at $18.858 million because of the fifth-year option. Baker Mayfield absolutely earned that fifth-year option. Going back the last offseason, he was coming off of a year, a career year, where he led the Browns to the divisional round. The Browns had not won a playoff game, I don't know in how long. And Baker Mayfield was able to turn around what has been an annually dumpster fire of an organization and get them to win a playoff game. And after one year where he tears his um, rotator cuff in his non-throwing shoulder after week two, he was not good. And there was the issues that he had with Odell Beckham Jr., who goes on to win a Super Bowl in Los Angeles with the Rams, and the issues that he had with the head coach Kevin Stefanski, and just the issues that were there in Cleveland. But it was a rough season after such expectations going the year, and of course, Baker playing injured. And all that happened, and the Browns decided, we need to get an adult in the room. That adult is Deshaun Watson, who on Tuesday settled 20 of the 24 civil suits alleging sexual misconduct and assault when receiving massages. So that's the adult that Cleveland Browns wanted to replace Baker Mayfield with. In the meantime, Baker Mayfield is sitting there at home or wherever waiting for a new opportunity as he's done with the Browns and the Browns are done with him. But for whatever reason, as we sit here in late July or late June, excuse me, going close to the 4th of July here in a couple in about a week and a half, Baker Mayfield is still a Cleveland Brown. Why is that? It does not make any sense to me why Baker Mayfield is still stuck in Cleveland. And the Browns won't get this deal done. This should have been done if he was going to come to Carolina. It should have been done on draft night there in day two. Now, that might not have precluded the Carolina Panthers from still drafting a quarterback. As we've talked to Jonathan Alexander about this from the Charlotte Observer a couple weeks ago, they actually were still interested in drafting Sam Howell from Sun Valley High School, played at North Carolina. They were still interested in drafting him and having him potentially come in and compete with Matt Corral. So, The thought could have been that, hey, well, they'll trade for Baker and they could still bring in a young quarterback to grow and develop if that is going to be the case here in Carolina. Instead, talks fall apart because the Browns are willing to uh, foot roughly half of Mayfield's salary, about $9 million, $10 million. Josina Anderson said that. Um, So has Albert Breer from Monday Morning Quarterback and here locally. As As I mentioned, Jonathan Alexander have all brought up that the Browns are willing to pay that. But that's just not enough. I don't see where the Browns have the leverage to not move off of Baker Mayfield. You you have Deshaun already. Who knows what's going to happen there as far as what his suspensions, but he's at least been able to pay off the vast majority of those women, and there's four others that maybe he'll be able to pay off. I don't know, or at least settle. Let's We'll say that better than paying off. Either way, that is almost behind him, even though the stain will always be there on his legacy, at least until he starts playing well again. And as we go in the NFL, if you play well and you're very good, we don't really care what you do off the field which only is a poor reflection on our society as a whole that we value football over people's lives. But that's America. Either way, getting back to Baker Mayfield, don't see how the Browns can't find a way to just get rid of him. 
eight, you got for me, the Panthers, apparently, according to people we've talked to want to pay 3 million, maybe 5 million of it. As they already, again, have the 18.858 million dollars that they had to pay on Sam Darnold for their poor decision to exercise his fifth year option without even seeing him play a snap after three years of horrible tape in New York, which is why we're having the conversation because of how poorly Sam Darnold played again last season and the Panthers not having a long-term option at quarterback who they've at least seen play. And I know folks are all in that corral. We haven't seen him play yet. So we cannot say he's the option. He's the long-term answer yet until we've seen Matt Corral go out there and actually make plays in the National Football League. And again, he will get the opportunity. But for Cleveland, why are you waiting? This is only hurting Baker Mayfield. I don't think how I think it's only hurting Cleveland. And potentially it's only hurting the Carolina Panthers. Because the Panthers are still, according to Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk, the most like team that's most strongly linked to Mayfield. Something that the Seahawks are still in play, but trying to, as far as trying to uh, speak a trade in existence, maybe even the Lions. But at this point in time, it seems like it's only Carolina that has interest. And that's the case. Just get the job, get the deal done. Like at some point, from, from according to Mike Florio, he said, "Don't be surprised if Mayfield is squeezed to take a pay cut." Um, and this squeeze is asked to take a pay cut, something like $1 million. That could be the amount that closes the gap and gives him his best chance to get properly ready to have the kind of season that will make him one of the hotter names of the open market in 2023. And I've said this before that at this point, after the Panthers didn't get a deal done during OTA's mandatory minicamp, that the best thing moving forward seemed to be just roll Sam Darnold and continue to develop Matt Corral, who seems to be the number two quarterback here in Carolina. That should be the way that you go about it if they could not get Baker Mayfield in here at a timely manner. At this point, like if they can't get him in by the end of this week, early next week, like that's still my position. Because what kind of success could Baker Mayfield really have if he's not here? And for Baker's own interest, and if he wants to have success this year and position himself in the same way for Sam Darnold, this is a massive year for him. Position his future in this league. Because if Darnold stinks again this year and he get, if he gets to start in Carolina, he's done as a starting quarterback in this league. And quite frankly, to me, should be done in this league period because he's not shown nearly enough to even be a, be an NFL quarterback. So many guys who have not been as bad as Sam Darnold don't get as many opportunities because they weren't drafted third overall. If Darnold stinks again this year, he should be out of the league. He's got plenty of money. I'm sure he'll be fine. But for Mayfield, it's also equally important for him to find an opportunity to start and play well so he can set himself up in the future in 2023. Now, will that be in Carolina? That's one of the big, big questions. It's not a question whether he's better than Darnold or not, because that's very clear that he is. If you watch them play, it's obvious that he's a much better player than Sam Darnold. But the question here in Carolina, though, could be, is he the guy? Because that's what they're looking for. They're not looking for another one-year rental, which this feels a lot like the same of what they've done with Teddy and with Sam. And if they bring him in, it'll be another one-year rental, assuming that Matt Corral actually gets developed and that's their guy, or they maybe draft somebody else. Who knows what exactly their plan is at quarterback, which is what's making a lot of this unsettling that we're still sitting here and having these conversations. And sure, you could tell me, maybe don't have the conversation. What else is going on with this organization? What else is going on with the Carolina Panthers? That's of interest other than, are they going to make a move at quarterback? Because it doesn't really matter what's on the roster this upcoming season. If the quarterback play is abysmal. The offensive line can be much better. McCaffrey can stay healthy. The defense can, can continue to ascend. But the quarterback stinks. The Panthers are going to stink. And that's not going to be fun for any of us during the 18 weeks that are coming up here during the fall. So it still is an important conversation to have as it pertains to the Carolina Panthers. And it's a conversation any organization, any team, any franchise would have until they find the guy. So again, 
just get the deal done or make up your minds. Like, what's what is the plan here in Carolina? Now, here's the one key, key question, too, about Baker Mayfield if he comes here. Because I do think the Carolina Panthers, I told you, would be a better team with him. Now, that was also assuming that he would come in and be here during OTAs and mandatory minicamp, which he has missed. Now, having to watch film by himself and learn a playbook by himself, could Baker Mayfield really be set up for success if he shows up in late July in Spartanburg and trying to win the job? We'll talk about that here in just a moment on Locked On Panthers. This episode of Locked On Panthers is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand or warehouse happens to carry. You have computers of access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore the easy-to-use website today to find a solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us? Box know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Hey, guys. It's Joe Marino. Being around sports media and a fan of the Buffalo Bills for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former SportsCenter anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, and new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts, and you can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. A part of me feels like I'm talking in circles when it comes with this Baker Mayfield talk because I do think Baker would be an improvement of Sam Darnold. I think the Panthers could be a playoff contender with Baker Mayfield. But I also feel like maybe the best thing moving forward is for the Panthers just to roll with Sam, give him another opportunity, and continue to grow and develop Matt Corral and see if he's the guy at some point this season. There's I have so many conflicting thoughts at once in having this conversation because this team doesn't necessarily know what they want to do at quarterback. And I don't necessarily know what I want them to do at all because I don't know what options are on the table. The reports say they're still interested, but then there's a soft deadline of mandatory minicamp, which they have missed. And now according to Mike Florio, there's another deadline of training camp in the start of it. So I don't know necessarily what to think. That's why I'm here just trying to talk it out with you. So I'm sure the people out there probably thinking like, this guy is just going all over the place with what his thoughts are. I, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think out loud, which I guess is part of this podcast, me having the conversation with y'all. And I'm sure y'all's opinions change. I don't really see how anyone could really be upset about Baker Mayfield coming here. 
is clearly a better option than Sam Darnold. It allows Matt Corral an opportunity to sit back and wait. Now, the money is important, and the assets obviously is important too because I don't want to see the Carolina Panthers give up any picks for Baker Mayfield. I don't want to see him give up really anything. I mean, hell, if you want to give, a, I guess, a seventh-rounder, then sure, we can do that. But if that's next year's seventh-rounder, you already don't have your third and you don't have your six because they both belong to the Patriots after you trade up for Matt Corral and then you did the trade for Stephon Gilmore to get him for like four games. And then you're going to give up seven-round pick. And it can't constantly go in to drafts missing picks. Now, seventh-rounder, okay, not a huge deal. You could say the same thing with six-rounder. But those are compensation that you can use for future trades. And the Carolina Panthers are going to limit themselves and handcuff themselves by not being able to have those assets available to them. I trust Scott Fitterer. I think he's done a really good job. It's very clear that this offseason he's taken more control of player personnel, which should have always been the case when he came here to Carolina. And Matt Rule's taken more of a backseat. Now, I'm sure plenty of you believe that Matt Rule, if, if, if Baker Mayfield comes here, a lot of it would have to do with Matt Rule wanting a quarterback to save his job. And we'll get into the odds of Matt Rule saving his job here in a few moments. But still, I understand where you're coming from. But also, like, don't you want to win? Because the best chance it feels like for the Carolina Panthers to have a chance at winning next year is with a quarterback like Baker Mayfield under center. And I'm, I'm trying to buy into the Kool-Aid. I'm trying to be positive and not think about this season being a waste and being a wash as a, the national media thinks this team's terrible. And I just don't see how the Panthers are falling in 32nd or 29th or 30th or whatever it is in all these power rankings when the offensive line's clearly going to be better. McCaffrey's back, hopefully healthy. You have DJ Moore. Terrace Marshall seems to be prime for a breakout. And defensively, you have Jeremy Chin. You got Brian Burns as a pro bowler. And you've added all these great coaching pieces. And there seems to be way more continuity in camaraderie here in the Carolina this upcoming season, at least on the roster. Like, sure, there's all the, the noise of David Tepper and the practice facility and all that's going on with the soccer team as well that he owns. And there's a noise about quarterback. But still within that building, I don't even know if those guys even feel the pressure necessarily that Rule feels. And Rule's aware, and he's mentioned of how people perceive him and the, in the criticisms that are out there of what he's done in the first two years going 10 and 23 and just how he's managed games, the quotes that he said, and also the quarterback situation, which has been really the biggest bugaboo. Yeah, you can be upset about the O-line. You can be upset about, you know, the, the, the usage of timeouts and clock management, things that we should have already been used to after watching Ron Rivera there for nine seasons here in Carolina and special teams being a disaster. There's certainly plenty of things to be upset about, but there's no mad like, mad, like quarterback mad. And until they find one, people are going to remain – not that optimistic and pessimistic about this team, which is understandable. But I just feel like it's not as bad as it really seems. So here's the thing, though. The Panthers didn't bring in Baker Mayfield in a timely manner like I asked him to do. Because I said this to y'all like five weeks ago. Like, if you're going to do it, do it now. So don't wait. Get it done. Because if you really want to win, you're really trying to set yourself up for success. With back then, they had the most cap space in the league. Now, Cleveland now is the most, but they had the most, and they still have enough space to bring in Baker Mayfield. They absolutely could do it. They could do the half. They just don't want to do the half, but they could do it. But if you really want to set your team up for success, bring him in in a timely manner and actually get him in here to compete with Sam Darnold. If you think Matt Corral is someone that you want to bring along slowly, then he's not competing with Sam Darnold, which means Sam Darnold's not being pushed. Maybe the pressure, and pressure makes diamonds, I heard. Maybe the pressure and knowing that his career is on the line might get Sam Darnold to finally – 
wake up and realize, oh man, maybe I should stop turning the ball over. Maybe I should actually figure out my footwork. Maybe I should be a better quarterback. I don't know. Hard to believe that's going to happen after what we've seen the last four years, but maybe deep down inside the real Sam Darnold, which might be the good player who he says he's proven he has, is in there. Don't know. But for Baker Mayfield, if he comes in here though, like what could a realistic expectations even be at this point? Like seriously, like with Cam Newton last season, and we can kind of go back to the conversation Cam had on whatever Ryan Clark's podcast is called. I think I am athlete. I don't know. I don't want to get it wrong, but I already said a podcast name, so maybe I already got it wrong. Either way, Cam was talking about how he put himself in a bleeped up situation last season, coming in here and playing two days after signing. Okay, major impact, just emotionally, energy-wise, and of course on the field in the Arizona game, and he looked great against Washington, and then it was woo, all downhill from there. And that's unfortunate. Does that mean that Cam's washed? Not necessarily, but clearly he's not the same guy they used to be. But yet, he was trying to learn the playbook. playbook. And he also said, back in New England, when he came in around in early July, it was the same case where he was behind the eight ball. Now that didn't help that they didn't have a normal training camp and with COVID restrictions, that he's coming in two situations that haven't been great just because of the pandemic. For Baker Mayfield, if he gets himself, if he gets his hand on the playbook, say next week or later this week, and he has four weeks to try and learn it, and he can step into Spartanburg, Will he be ready to go? Will he actually have an opportunity to compete? Because if you're trying to learn the offense, when another when another guy's been here all offseason, and same thing, and another guy who's been he's probably not really necessarily competing, has been there longer than you as well. Can you actually be in position? Because he'll get the reps over PJ Walker. Because Matt Corral's already getting the reps over PJ Walker. Will he get the reps over Matt Corral? Like when? At what point in? training camp or in a preseason this Baker Mayfield actually get the opportunity to try and win this job because are the Panthers just gonna be like well I mean he didn't get in here early enough and Matt Matt Rule that excuse me has said that oh I think that a quarterback can come in here and learn the offense and be ready to go week one I mean come on man it's not just the offense it's the time of receivers which he might not even get especially if they wait until the last possible moment in a couple weeks to bring him in because he's not going to have time to work out with DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson or Shard Higgins at least he would have the continuity with having played with him in Cleveland and we'll say that with Terrace Marshall as well, and even with Chris McCaffrey. Like, that's part of that that you're missing. So, while I do believe that he's an upgrade, it might take a, a minute for him to get in position to where he can actually be able to help this team once the season starts. Because you could be looking at a scenario where Sam Darnold's starting off against Cleveland, which, I don't know, feels like a mistake because Baker Mayfield, knowing that guy in his career back in college and in the NFL as well, Whenever he has a chip on his shoulder, that dude lights up the people that have wronged him. And he would absolutely torch Cleveland, I think, in that game where, and very likely, we're not going to see Deshaun Watson here in week one. So I, I just wonder, just thinking about it out loud to y'all having this conversation, as I have so many thoughts about this, I'm trying to piece together really how I truly, genuinely feel. Because I have not, I cannot come to a final conclusion of like what I want to happen. Like, I love Baker. I've always loved him. It's so funny how quick people are to forget how well a player has played. And he's proven that with good things around him, that he can have success, which that was his third year in Cleveland. Last year, the injury was a major factor in how he played. And yes, his personality can be abrasive. You might not love it. You either like him or you hate him. But that's why Baker Mayfield got to where he's at. And I said the same thing using analogy last week about with Draymond Green. Guys like that have to be who they are to have success. And I don't want him to change because the media says it. And that's the one thing. He was so fun back in college. It was cool for him to do that. But you get to the NFL – no fun league, and people are like, oh, I, your quarterback can't act like that. It's like, get out of here with that nonsense, man. So there's my thoughts, at least several of them, as I'm still trying to just think about what Carolina should do, as they also have no idea 
what they should do. Now, David Tepper was MIA for a long time, but then he came out of hiding right before the draft and talked about why he believes in Matt Rule and a whole five-year process and maybe even a six-year process were it finally to work here. Despite all that, Vegas and many folks out there, including me and you, believe that Matt Rule is on the hot seat, and if he doesn't get it done this year, he is gone. Well, our friends over at Line, they have some odds on Matt Rule likely being fired this upcoming season. We'll talk about that here in just a moment on Lockdown Panthers. You know our friends over at Built are always coming out with amazing new flavors. Well, this time, Built has truly outdone themselves with a new mud pie flavor, and for the first time ever, Built is introducing the new mud pie flavor in both Mud Pie Bar and Mud Pie Puff. Got these on my doorstep last week, and I was amazed by just how good they are. Had the bar, had the puff, and folks, they are so freaking good. Not sure what a Mud Pie tastes like. Well, if you're a chocolate fan, you better sit down for this and take a deep breath. The new Mud Pie Bar is rich, whipped cream, and chocolate mousse smothered and 100% real chocolate and topped with cookies and cream crumble. You've got to try Mud Pie as soon as possible, and, if, and you need to hurry because the Mud Pie Bar and, and Mud Pie Puff are only available for a limited time. Visit Built.com right now to taste the deliciousness for yourself. Not convinced? Well, luckily, I've saved the best part for you last. It's actually good for you. No, really. All Built products are low-calorie, high-protein, and low-sugar. Mud Pie is packed with 16 grams of protein and only 150 calories and 8 grams of sugar. It's like your mom baked the most deliciously creamy chocolate mud pie and wrapped it up just for you. So go to Built.com right now and use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com if you're looking for the most comprehensive nfl draft coverage this offseason look no further than the locked on nfl scouting podcast join the draft dudes kyle krabs and joe marino as they go position by position through the nfl free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 nfl draft If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So the loyal Locked On Panthers listeners who listened to me throughout my first season hosting the podcast. Thank you to everyone who has done that. We've actually just got over 1,800 subscribers over on YouTube, hoping to get to 2,000 by training camp. And, of course, we'll be there by the season start. So let everyone you know, if you enjoy the podcast, and if you don't enjoy the podcast, let everyone know um, whether they can hate watch it or like watch it or like listen or hate listen. Let them know about Locked On Panthers and check out your boy as I'm trying to give out the best content I can for y'all um, every single day during the you know, regular season and, you know, three times a week during this period of time right now. But if you all been listening to me, you knew that I was uh, a supporter of Matt Rule in terms of him getting a third year. I feel like we fire coaches far too often. I don't see how firing Matt Rule after two seasons was going to fix the Panthers quarterback issue, as you've seen so far. Even when Matt Rule's still here and Scott Fitter is a general manager, problem's not solved. They still have Sam Darnold. They brought in Matt Corral. They have P.J. Walker. There's not an obvious answer on the roster right now, even with Scott Fitterer taking over full control. You know, the offensive line's gotten better. You've seen that the defense improved after a poor season, but really the last seven weeks of 2020, they looked good. So you've seen areas of this team improve. You've seen how he's brought in Pascaloni. 
and he's brought in Chris Tabor to run special teams, and he's brought in Ben McAdoo, who might not be the rock star OC that Jay Glazer was reported he had to hire as a caveat to be able to keep his job, which is always complete nonsense, and I love what Jay Glazer does, but this didn't make any sense because if you want to fire the guy, fire the guy. But Matt Rule kept his job anyway, and they have Steve Wilkes back here. So the coaching staff is in a far better position than where it was. And the roster is in a far better position than where it was. Like, we hear about the process, the brand, and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, it really falls on deaf ears when you're 10 and 23. When you don't have a quarterback. When you're playing these games with the fan base's heart by bringing Cam Newton back and then benching him for Sam Darnold. Like, those are the things that people don't get behind. And the pandemic certainly didn't help Matt Rule preparation and his visibility within the community and things I brought up in the past before. So there's the good, there's the bad, and there's obviously the ugly. When you look at it, they're in a much better position than, I believe, many folks who are down on them see. Like, they've improved. But is he the right guy? I don't know. Now we'll find out more this season. But again, not having quarterback, if he doesn't have one, it's going to be very hard. By the end of the day, a lot of that falls on Matt Rule, but really it falls on the man upstairs, not not God, but David Tepper. Because Tepper was the one who didn't want out to Teddy Bridgewater. And Tepper, Tepper's the one who didn't want to get one of those rookies last year. He was cool with the with Darnold and all that. So I blame the guy who hired him. Because what makes you think that if he fires Matt Rule, that he's going to hire a better coach? And do you really want an owner who fires a coach after two seasons? Does that speak of stability? I don't think it does. So we'll see what happens upcoming season. Now, according to betonline.net, our official betting partner over here at Locked On, they have Matt Rule with the top odds to be the next NFL coach fired or to resign at three to one. So you can't really make much money off of Matt Rule if you think he's going to get fired. Other coaches, you got Mike McCarthy down there in Dallas at five to one, Pete Carroll at six to one, which is just crazy to think about him being up there um, after all the success that they had, um, especially under Russell and winning a Super Bowl in the Legion of Boom. Uh, Frank Reich in Indianapolis at 7-1. Seven, seven to one. Our old friend Ron Rivera at 8-1 in Washington. Dan Campbell in Detroit at 10-1. Kevin Stefanski in Cleveland at 10-1. Cliff Kingsbury at 12-1. That's that one that makes – I would think he would be up like 5-1. to one. Um, Then Mike Vrabel at 12-1 in Tennessee after just winning – the division back-to-back years mean number one seed. That makes no sense either. Arthur Smith at 14-1 at down at Atlanta, and then Robert Sala in New York, the Jets, at 14-1. to Like, none of that's surprising at all that a sports book thinks that Matt Rule is going is favored to be fired or resign the quickest. Now, you can throw out the resign part. I don't think Matt Rule is going to resign unless there is some sort of controversy that happens within his personal life where he has to, which obviously I hope that's not the case because um, why would you? whether you like the man or not. Um, but as far as getting fired, yeah, it's it's hard to know whether you want to – okay, if he wins five games again this season, then it's really tough to see David Tepper seeing through a fourth year, especially when you've already had the Rock Hill tra- like travesty with that and you're alienating a portion of that fan base right there in York County and in South Carolina. And you talk about how you're two team or two states, one team. Not great look there. And – People didn't even want you to bring back a rule in the first place. So, and if the team stinks, it's going to be very hard to convince people to come back in 2023. But as I keep saying, it's the NFL, and they sell hope better than anybody else, and people will keep showing up no matter what. I mean, come on, look at people in Cleveland. Like, Panther fans will show up. At least someone will show up because the Panthers um, have had plenty of road games at home in recent times, which I'm sick of seeing. But that's kind of just how Charlotte's been a lot of times. Now, there was a portion of time where that wasn't necessarily – 
the uh, thing that the case there when uh, things were really going here with Cam and Ron and Luke and all those guys. But period of time, teams will find their way to get in. So we'll see how it pans out there. Will he get a fourth year? Will he get a fifth year? Will he get that magic sixth year to finally get things done? Or a seventh year when Jay-Z became an overnight sensation? Hard to see that happening. Of course, Matt Rule does not win games. People ask what the magic number is. I don't know. Show true improvement in the win-loss column, and then maybe it would make sense to bring him back for a fourth year. And, of course, you get to the playoffs, it'd be great. But if you're still not a planet quarterback, you still don't have the guy, then it's really hard to buy into the process. Even though, yes, it's right. You have to be patient. I try to preach as much patience as is possible and reasonable for me to ask of you, knowing full well that I'm sick of waiting, and, of course, all of you are sick of waiting. All right, that's going to wrap up this edition of the Lockdown Panthers podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Julian Council. And again, make sure to subscribe to the show if you watch it over on YouTube and to check it out on all the podcasting platforms out there, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, Stitcher, all of them. Rate, review, and subscribe to Lockdown Panthers. So you don't miss a single episode as we're sitting here in off-season mode, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays for the weekly Friday mailbag, where you can participate by adding me at Julian Council or DM me at Julian Council. But again, first, make sure to follow me over there on Twitter at Julian Council. In the meantime, stay safe, be happy, be whole, and always keep pounding. And I will talk to y'all on Friday. team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements maybe it's time for a rebuild or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the lombardi trophy either way join keith sanchez and damian parson for mock draft monday on the locked on nfl draft podcast they'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 nfl draft check out mock draft monday on the locked on nfl draft podcast Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.